Hello friends, welcome to Village Idiots of Christ, we're nuts for Jesus and just plain nuts. Uh, we're in 2 Corinthians 3 today, we're in our lovely truck today. Uh, it's been a down day, got done about 8.30 this morning, so uh, just finishing up a 10 hour break, but they got no freight right now, so I'll either be headed home tonight, or I'll be doing one more run tonight, then going, uh, then, um, uh, then doing a 34 on the road. You got to be a little flexible in this hour, so anyway... Uh, this is some good stuff. I read ahead on Second Corinthians chapter three. This is good stuff. So let's just jump right on in there, kids, and and uh, hopefully it will be a blessing to you today. Amen. So let's just go right on in there. Are we beginning to commend ourselves again, or do we need, like some people, letters of recommendation to you or from you? <laughs> Paul had a sarcastic streak that I absolutely loved. He called some of these people the super apostles. I just get a kick out of Paul. Paul is awesome. So uh, anyway, uh, I, I like I like he's he's basically going. Look, you know, uh, do we, are we beginning to commend ourselves, or do we need like some people letters of recommendation to you or from you? It's like this. There's a there's a formality in some parts of the kingdom of God where. People do these formal letters of recommendation and all this. I don't even understand it. You know, we're the body of Christ. We're the we're, we're brothers and sisters. We shouldn't need letters of recommendation. I get there's order. I get there's an order in the body of Christ, and so you have to follow a certain order and path. I get that, but Paul's. I mean, Paul's here mocking that really. I mean, he says, "Are we beginning to commend ourselves again, or do we need like letters?" Uh, like like some people, letters of recommendation to you are from me. And watch this in verse 2. You yourselves are our letter, written on our hearts, known and read by everybody. Wow. Isn't this beautiful? This is how I feel about you guys. And I know you feel the same way about me and others. Just listen to this. Um, you yourselves are our letter, written on our hearts, and known and read by everybody. My life with you and your life with me, it's all written on our hearts by God. We're one. We're Satu Dalam Christu, one in Christ. And man, I mean, this is real. This is, you know, the Matthew 25, goats and the sheep, you know. You know, when I was hungry, you gave me something. When I was thirsty, you gave me something. You visited me in prison and all of this stuff. You clothed me. When I was naked, you clothed me. Lord, when did we see you? When you've done it to the least of mine, you've done it to me. We are one body and we are one with Christ. And, you, and each of us is a letter on each other's hearts written by the Holy Spirit read by everybody my experience with you and your experience with me is directly affecting how i affect others we all are influence each other every day when we talk to each other or see each other man this is it's a pass it on kind of thing what i receive from you i give to others and what you receive from me in your hearts you're sharing with others where it's us all working together for the glory of god it's beautiful stuff and I'm three three minutes in and about three verses. Yeah, this is going to take a while. This is I'm going to do a lot of commentary today. I apologize if this goes along, but this stuff is utterly, utterly beautiful by the Holy Spirit. I can see the Holy Spirit's writing here. It's just utterly beautiful. I mean, let's continue on. Verse 3. You show that you are a letter from Christ, the result of our ministry, written not with ink, but with the Spirit of the living God, not on tablets of stone, but on tablets of human hearts. Wow, you show that you are a letter from Jesus Christ. Man, you're a letter from Christ. Amen. As a result of ministry. You know, we're all letters from Christ. And we're all ministering to each other. 
Not, and we don't need letters of recommendation. This is nothing formal. This is the body of Christ. We're ministering to each other as the body and loving each other the way he loves us. Um, uh, let's see. Written not with ink, but with the Spirit of the living God. The Spirit of the living God has written you on my heart, and he has written me on your heart. And not on tablets of stone, but on tablets of human hearts. You see why this kingdom is so superior to all the pagan nonsense out there? I don't condemn the pagans. If you're raised in, in paganism your whole life, that's all you know. But man, that's why so many people around the world are getting saved. So many, I mean, there, I've seen some of the revivals in Africa, tens of thousands of people coming to the cross. Why? Because, the, because nothing the pagans offer is written on the tablets of human hearts. All of their stuff is just written, but not on tablets of heart. That's why when people come to Christ, they feel the difference. They notice the difference. Something's different in my heart. Why? Because God has written in the Holy Spirit. God ain't doing no writing in no pagan temple uh, uh, on the hearts of anybody. They may have a good feeling, you know, a happy type feeling, but the joy of the Lord is unique, and it only comes as it's written on our hearts through Christ. That's why people in these in the you know, that's why um i call them pagans i'm not trying to slam them i just use that as a general term but that's why these people in all these countries when they get exposed to christ they go crazy because they see the difference they see the difference all that emptiness they had in paganism now is filled by the spirit of living god on their hearts so good let's keep going here such confidence as this is ours through christ jesus through christ before god not that we are competent in ourselves claiming anything for ourselves, but our competence comes from God. He has made us competent as ministers of the new covenant, not of the letter, not of the letter, but of the spirit. For the letter kills, but the spirit gives life. Man, not of the letter, but of the spirit. For the letter kills, but the spirit gives life. I'm going to comment on the rest of it in a minute, but it just jumps out at me. I've got a friend of mine, he's ministering to this guy that's in total legalism. Everything is law. And now in Christ we can keep the law and blah, blah, blah. And he says right there, not of the letter, but of the spirit. The letter kills. The law, the letter is the law. The law kills, but the spirit gives life. You can't transpose the law onto Christ. The letter kills. The spirit gives life. You have to pick one. And far too many people are trying to straddle the fence. You know, even with the Ten Commandments, and I, and I know the Ten Commandments aren't really law, they're unique, but even with the Ten Commandments, and the, I got a, I got Sabbath keeper friends, I got nothing against that. Uh, Romans 14 says, if you want to keep the Sabbath, you can, but if you want to render every day as your Sabbath, you want to see every day the same, you're allowed to do that well. There's nothing wrong with the Ten Commandments. They written by God. They were God's ten great uh, overview of everything, of how we're supposed to conduct our lives. But we don't live according to those Ten Commandments. We live by the law, by the, by what the Spirit puts in our hearts. Those Ten Commandments are good, and it's not that we throw them away. I'm not saying that. But but people are trying to, to measure everything by the Old Testament law, or even those Ten Commandments. And you see, we've gone to even, you know, with the law of the Sabbath. You know, in Christ, we have a, we have a greater Sabbath in Christ. He is our Sabbath rest. You know, the Sabbath was all about rest. Jesus is our Sabbath. Come to me, all you are heavy laden and burdened. I'll give you rest. He is our rest. So we have a Sabbath in Christ every day of the week, every second of the day of every week if we want. I mean, what a superior kingdom. They got the Sabbath one day a week. We get the Sabbath 24-7, 366. I always include the leap year. <laughs> I mean, man, 
I mean, they had it one day out of seven. We have it all the time in Christ. It's we've got. It's not again. It's not an erasure. It's not erasing the Ten Commandments. It's the what the. It's the spirit of the Ten Commandments. That spirit of well, that's where God was taking the Sabbath. He was taking it to His Son. Man, that's why this is such a superior kingdom we're a part of. Man, we've gone beyond the Ten Commandments to the fulfillment of even the Ten Commandments through Christ. Wow. I mean, this is good stuff, kids. Let's let's go above that. I, I, that just jumped up. So such confidence as this is ours through Christ. We're confident in Christ before God. I love that. Our confidence, we're not arrogant. We're confident in Christ before God. Not that we are competent in ourselves to claim anything for ourselves, but our confidence comes. We in and of ourselves, there's no confidence. We have no confidence in and of our flesh. We have no confidence in our flesh. But our competent, it does two words here, confidence with an F and competence. Amen. Um, see, yeah, such confidence with an F and then competence. So we're confident in Christ and we're competent because of Christ. Before God, by God. Wow. Man, this is good stuff. It's all in Christ. Again, you see, it's all before God, by Christ. It's all through God, by Christ. It's beautiful stuff. Uh, he makes us confidence of ministers of a new covenant. New covenant, not of the letter, but of the Spirit. Wow. Wow, this is good stuff, kids. I'm losing my mind already. and I'm only six verses in, and I'm ten minutes in, so... Wow, I, 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 but this kind of stuff I have to talk about. I, this is this is self-explanatory, but I love to expound on this stuff. Let's keep going here. Verse seven, and this is going to get deep. This is some of my favorite scripture here, uh, and, and I'll, I'll, I'll explain it when we get into it because this is amazing stuff. We've gone beyond Moses. This is beyond Moses. What we're going to talk about pretty soon here. I, it, this is why this this spirit, this kingdom, we're a part of. This spiritual kingdom, we're a part of where Christ has fulfilled the law and now the schoolmaster of law led us to Christ and now that Christ has come the schoolmaster of the law is put away why because it's fulfilled in Christ the law it's not that the law is gone he didn't he didn't uh, destroy the law be fulfilled it so we're done with the law the law is finished it finished in Christ it finished on the cross that's the whole part of the cross. He fulfilled the law in righteousness to make a way for us to be saved. That's the whole point of the crucifixion. Amen. So let's go. Let's get in. Again, I know I'm diatribing a lot. I apologize. The glory of the new covenant. Now, now, if the ministry that brought death was engraved in letters on stone came with glory so that the Israelites could not look steadily at the face of Moses because of its glory, fading though it was, will not the ministry of the Spirit be even more glorious? We look back, at the, the tendency is to look back at Moses and go, what glory. He was up on the mountain. I mean, we, none of us has experienced, again, I get the point. In the flesh, none of us has experienced what Moses experienced. He he faced to face with God. God wrote on stone for Moses. God talked to him as a friend. I mean, God parted the Red Sea for Moses. I mean, you look at the glory of Moses and, and the glory of God in Moses, a better way to say it, and you go, Wow. Wow, that's amazing, and it is amazing. What you know, pill, a, a pillar of fire by day, uh, by night above the 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 the, the tent of meeting, a, a pillar of cloud by day. I mean, so much supernatural happenings, but all of that supernatural is inside of us by the Spirit. Now, let, let's let's read this again. Now, if the ministry that brought death was in, engraved, because because Moses wrote the law down, so he's the one that brought the ministry. 
that was engraved on stone on stone by God, and then everything he wrote in his in the in the scrolls. Um, so, so this is the point of this. Is the point of that is that the spirit inside of us is superior to what Moses did, as far as on the stone tablets and in in, in the law. Now, if the ministry that brought death was engraved in letters on stone came with glory, so that the Israelites could not look steadily at photos of Moses because it was it, because of its glory, though fading though it was, will not the ministry. See, when men, when when Moses went into the tent to talk to God face to face, when he come out, the glory of God was on him. And that's why I understand why people get lost in Moses, because there's so much glory on Moses. It appears that the law is more glorious than the Spirit, because of all that Moses did, and how much you know we hold. You know, the movie The Ten Commandments of Charlton Heston. We look at what Moses did, and we're astonished at how much God used Moses because of his humility. But again, it's declaring here, though, that the glory that came uh, that came that was upon Moses um, was it was glorious. But the ministry of the Spirit is even more. The glory that's inside of us, though we can't see it, and that's the problem. We can't see it with our physical eyes. And we want we want us we want our five physical senses involved in all this stuff. We do. It's because when you look at the whole Moses story, it was all five physical senses. All this was happening in the physical realm. But God has done a superior thing in the hearts of all believers in the spirit. And it's more superior. The spirit is far more superior than what Moses even had. And that's again, but we can't see it, so it's hard for us to wrap, to to wrap our minds around that. Well, let's keep going here. Um, if the ministry that condemns men is glorious, that's the law. How much more glorious is the ministry that brings righteousness? We have been made through Jesus Christ. We've been made the very righteousness of God. For what was glory, what was glorious, has no glory now in comparison with the surpassing glory. Man. What was glorious, that was the law, and what Moses did has, not, has no glory now in comparison with the surpassing glory. What was done in Christ Jesus on the cross and has been put inside of us by the... Remember, Moses, David, none of them had the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. David listened to the Holy Spirit when he wrote all the plans to, for building the temple. And, and um, the Holy Spirit was speaking to Moses all the time. They didn't have the indwelling like we do. They, he, they didn't, because of Christ hadn't come yet, they weren't indwelt with the Spirit. So... Uh, for what was glor what was glorious has no glory now now in comparison with the surpassing glory that's the spirit within us and if it, if what was fading came with glory how much greater is the glory that that that, that the, the glory that wait a minute how much greater is the glory of that which lasts Moses the God would meet with Moses face to face in the tent again I just said this but he would walk out and he had to put a veil on his face because people freaked out. He was like glowing in the dark, like he'd been near a nuclear power station. You know, I like to have fun with this. And and but it faded. It faded. It it, it left him as as he as he was away from God longer and longer. Eventually it faded and went away. What's inside of us never fades. What's inside of us never fades. Wow. Let's keep going here. Therefore, since we have such a hope, we are very bold. That's why Paul was so he had total hope. That boy was bold. We are not like Moses, who would put a veil over his face to keep the Israelites from gazing at it while the radiance was fading away. See? He would put a veil over his face to keep the Israelites from gazing at it. Um, uh, and Because it was fading away. But their minds were made dull, for to this day the same veil remains which is which the old when the old covenant is read 
but their minds are made dull for to this day the same veil remains when the old covenant is read when the old covenant is read the law the veil is there because you can't get to God through the law that's the point of this thing you only get to God through Christ and the spirit you get the point here so their minds are made dull for this day the same veil remains that's why I got uh, my friend who's ministering to this 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 uh, this ministering to this guy is all about the law his mind is dull he knows a lot of scripture but his mind is dull because the veil remains because he's into the old covenant as far as trying to keep the old covenant that's why his mind is dull amen let's keep going here it has not been removed because only in Christ is it taken away it's only taken away in Christ amen it's only taken away in Christ amen wow that's why again outside of Christ nobody can be saved the veil has only the veil which represents the law and the fading the fading glory of the law can only be taken away in Christ our sin and our degradation and our defilement can only be removed through Christ that's what he's saying here amen it only is taken away in Christ amen even to this day when Moses is read, Moses is read a veil covers their hearts see that the law does not bring life. The law shows us our need for Christ. The law is the schoolmaster that led us to Christ. And now that Christ has come, the schoolmaster must be put away. Why? Because there's a veil that comes with the schoolmaster of the law. And it's not removed except in Christ, except by the Spirit. Oh, wow. This is good stuff. But whenever anyone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. Anyone turns to the Lord or Christ, the veil's removed. That's why we have eyes to see and ears to hear. The veil's been removed from us because of the Spirit of God and because of Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. Now, now this is good. This is verse 17. Uh, I think it's just 17 and 18. I love this. Now, now, the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. We're free in Christ by the Spirit. Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, we're free. We're free. You're free in Christ Jesus. You're free by the Spirit in Jesus Christ. Free from the law. Free from condemnation. We've been set free by Christ for us. Wow. Let's keep going. Now, Lord, now the Lord is the Spirit, where the Spirit of the Lord is freedom. And we who with unveiled faces, faces all reflect the Lord's glory are being transformed into his likeness with ever-increasing glory, which comes from the Lord who is the Spirit. Verse 18 is amazing. And we, that's you and I, who with unveiled faces, were, we have unveiled faces because of the Spirit of God, because we're away from the law, all reflect the Lord's glory. We are reflecting the Lord's glory. We all reflect the Lord's glory. That's Christ's glory. We've been made the very righteousness of God through Christ Jesus our Lord. He was made our sin. We've been made his righteousness. All who with all reflect the Lord's glory. We're being transformed into Christ's likeness. Think about this. Every day you're being transformed more and more into the likeness of Christ. With ever increasing glory, we can't see it in the physical realm, so we don't perceive it. We don't see it the way Moses saw it. It's not right in our face the way it is with was with Moses. But we, what we have is eternal and more lasting than what Moses had. The fading glory that came face to face with God that way by the law. What we have is ever increasing. 
His was fading. Ours is ever increasing. All of this you have to receive by faith. You're not going to see any of this with your physical eyes. You're not. <sighs> with ever increasing, which comes from the Lord who is the Spirit. It's all by Christ, through Christ, for Christ, because of Christ. Wow. I'm going to read 12 through 18 as a set, and then we're going to call it a day. Therefore, since we have such a hope, we are very bold. We are not like Moses, who would put a veil over his face to keep the Israelites from gazing at it while the radiance was fading away. But their minds were made dull, for to this day the same veil remains when the Old Covenant is read. It has not been removed because only in Christ is it taken away. Even to this day, when Moses is read, a veil covers their hearts. But whenever anyone turns to the Lord, that's Christ, the veil is taken away. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And we who with unveiled faces all reflect the Lord's glory are being transformed into Christ's likeness with ever-increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, which is the Spirit, who is the Spirit. Whew. Are we blessed or what? It's all by the Spirit. You know, we live in a physical body. We live in a physical, tangible world. And it is hard to deal with these things that are spirit. And, and I don't want you to feel condemned if you can't see this stuff. Because it's hard to see these things. Especially living in a physical body, in a physical world. But we, by the Spirit, are being transformed daily more and more into the likeness of Christ with ever-increasing glory. And the fullness of that was, was will be when we're taken off the planet in the rapture, when the Lord comes back to the planet and reveals all His glory. But the kingdom right now is ever-present in our hearts. We're already in the eternal state. We're already being transformed into His likeness with ever-increasing glory, which is from the Lord, who is the Spirit. We are already in that state. We're not waiting for that state to come. That state exists inside our hearts right now. The hearts where the law, His law of love, has been written on our hearts, not the, not the tablets of stone, but the tablets of human hearts. All of this is written on our hearts. That's the point of this chapter. It's not by the it's not by the it's not by the, the the written code it's by the written code in our hearts of the of the, the spirit it's rights inside our hearts so whew, I could die tribe for the next five hours on this stuff it's so good but anyway love you love you can't get enough of you almost 23 minutes here a lot to say today but an amazing chapter and so that's why I do this stuff not for my own glory but to get a little bit of a kingdom out there and have leave you know when we are taken in the rapture or when the tribulation comes however you know these podcasts maybe somebody will find some of this stuff you know I know there's a few people that listen to this stuff now now but maybe in the future you know someone will stumble on this stuff during the tribulation and all of this ministry will be there for them so this is a message in a bottle we leave behind ourselves as we minister now we're trying to leave something behind ourselves when we're gone so that people will get saved and be born again and come to the kingdom so love you love you can't get enough of you i appreciate you i love you with all my heart you're my brothers you're inside of me and i'm inside of you we're as it says at the beginning there um uh see you you yourselves are our letter written on our hearts known and read by everybody by everybody you have been you're a letter of from christ written on my heart and i'm a letter from christ written on your heart that's why that's why we're all in love that's why we're all supposed to be in love with each other we're all one in christ we're all mutual letters written on each other's heart for the glory of christ for the advancement of the kingdom 
Love you, love you. Can't get enough of me. I appreciate you. I do. And I love you.